Peter Parker. I know it's been a long time. I'll talk about that later. Um, to everyone who's been listening and um, yeah, I appreciate that. But today we are going to talk about Spindale from, yeah, Rusty Rangers, the original Chippendale cartoons, and even the new movie that came out. And with me today, I have, I always say special guests, but this one's super duper special because they they came from my room. <laughs> I have Lynn. How are you doing, Lynn? Good. Uh, you're not seeing this, but when I said room, they, they put their hands in their head like, oh my gosh, you're embarrassing me. Because you always say that. Okay, but what do you call me, though? Tell, tell our listeners what you call me. I don't, I don't know if that's, um, I don't know if that's, you know, important. Uh, I mean, I do call you mother and mom. And? And birth giver. Birth giver, right. I mean, it sounds cool, though. Yeah, so, like, if I do something nice for us, I appreciate the kind gesture, birth giver. That's, that's what I get. So, she wants to judge me here today. So, um, before we get into Chippendale Rescue Rangers, we want to learn, well, not we, but our listeners would like to know a little bit more about you. So, tell us about yourself, what you're willing to share. Um, one main thing about me is that I'm an artist um, with both drawing art and um, music art. Um, sometimes I'll make songs and then sometimes I'll draw digital and traditionally. Um, those are the main hobbies I do. I also, I'm also a huge cartoon person. Like I'll watch a lot of cartoons. I never really watched many sitcoms or like live action stuff because my only thing was cartoons because, you know, you, you only show the cartoons growing up. I mean, yeah, yeah. I did, but you know, I, I wish you're right because years ago, like we went to Disneyland and there was like that ride. I've said this on a past podcast. Excuse me if you heard this one, but like my kids knew who the rescue rangers were, and a lot of the other kids their age had no clue who they were cause, because I raised them right. So <laughs> there you have it. Yeah. I remember the employee was just like, oh snap, they know who Gadget is. Yeah. So, also, um, why don't you tell us who are your own personal quirky icons? They can be real or fictional. Um, for me, it's like slightly more obvious, but um, since everyone has told me this a lot, um, in the show The Owl House, the main character, Luz, like we have so many similarities that it's like we're almost the same person. Like, this is just, like, a very quirky individual. Um, she likes drawing. She likes um, learning about magic and stuff. And she likes fictional stuff. And, like, sometimes her quirkiness, like, most people don't get it and stuff. Which is hard for her. And it's like, oh, snap, it's me. I'm on TV. Like, everyone thinks that Disney is secretly following me. I don't know about everyone, but definitely me. Just, she showed me the show. And I was just like... I feel like this has been following my child around for a couple of years because like the manualisms and 
how like you guys dress and stuff. It's it's very freaky. Um, so yeah, it, it makes sense that she would be her own quirky icon. Yeah. Yeah. So um why don't you tell our listeners what are some of your other just like favorite television shows, like your go-to shows? Um there's a lot of shows I watch and I really like. Um some old ones, Animaniacs. Um I also like of course checking the rescue ranges. I like newer shows like the Owl House and I like the DuckTales reboot. Actually, I wasn't that much of a fan of the old DuckTales, and I watched the old DuckTales first. But I just really liked the new one because it just seemed a lot more my style. Um, I also um, I also liked a lot of cartoon movies, like Into the Spider-Verse. Into the Spider-Verse is actually one of my favorite movies. Um, I also like shows like The Amazing World of Gumball. I'm surprised you have not mentioned Sonic. Um, <laughs> because I feel attacked because you have an obsession with a certain red no. creature. No, it's not an obsession. He's my favorite character. Oh, okay, like it's not fair. Everyone keeps on like saying that I'm obsessed with Knuckles from Sonic, and it's like no, it's just my favorite. Like I always like Knuckles as a character, but I guess after watching like Sonic Two, it was like. I've been sleeping on this character for years. Because, like, after seeing Sonic 2, that's, like, one of my favorite movies of all time. And everyone is sick and tired of me talking about it. Like, I actually drove, like, one person, like, my stepmom crazy. She's like, no, we're talking about Sonic. And I was just like, I'm oh, sorry. Because, like, I've watched the movie, like, six times. Yeah. Yeah. I will admit that I might have a bit of an obsession with the movie. Okay. Well, we'll stop talking about Sonic because we're not here for Sonic. But <laughs> uh, so let's like move on. We're going to talk a little bit about like just general Chippendale stuff. So their first appearance was in a 1943 cartoon, Private Pluto. And, you know, growing up, like it seemed like the main character that I would see Chippendale like going against was like Donald Duck. And I don't know, like, yeah, you remember watching Chip and Dale when you were little, like, just, like, those old cartoons, right? Yeah. I think we watched them, like, a bit before watching Rescue Rangers. Like, mm-hmm. we saw almost all of the, like, old Chip and Dale cartoons. Oh, all of them. It was either Pluto or Donald, but 99.9% of the time it was going against Donald. And it was just like, dang, they really hate each other. They really got <laughs> smoked. Now... Because, like, now I'm just waiting for Donald and Chippendale to be on screen, like, in, like, a future thing. And they got smoke again. Because I know they definitely have some beef or something. So, um, I remember before Google, and I was with my marching band in high school, and we went to Disney World to play and stuff. And one of my classmates was like, you know, how do you know they were switching Chippendale? And I was like, oh, yeah, Chip has the black nose. Dale has the red nose and you're just like how do you know all this stuff and I just I, I don't know I always kept useless information ahead but now you can just google that about them but you know Chip he always painted like the straight man you know the one who seemed to have it together and then Dale was kind of like impulsive and goofy 
Do you have a favorite between Chip and Dale, or do you just like them both equally? When I feel like when I was really little, I was more of a Chip fan, mainly because like me and my sister would pretend to be Chip and Dale, and I would always be Chip. But then later, I was just like, Dale was pretty cool. Because like if it was just Chip, it wouldn't be as funny. I like yeah. characters that make you remember that you're supposed to laugh at it. So like I feel like I've gained an equal appreciation for like both characters in the cartoons. Okay. So we're gonna move to the Rescue Rangers from 1989, the 1900s. It's older than me. Um, yeah, because it was out when I was a kid. Hey, I'm forgetting <laughs> that. Like I grew up with it. This is like it was all all those years ago. It's like the same with Animaniacs. It's like oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And and I am up. But anyway, um, so what were some of your favorite moments, episodes, songs from the Respirators? Kind of curious. Uh, you probably know my favorite song, but my favorite <laughs> song was in like one of the first episodes, I think. And it was like this episode where they were babysitting these two squirrels. Basically, one of the squirrels got, actually, no, both of the squirrels got kidnapped by the main villain that was called Fat Cat. And so they had to go rescue the two squirrels. And they ended up singing this song called, like, the Fat Cat Stomp. And it just became, like, my favorite song from the entire show when I sing it a lot. And also, uh, I think during the it was like during the first part of the pandemic we were like re-watching things and we came up with this story that our cat Gallifrey was the actual daughter of that cat which makes absolutely no sense but we went along with that because you know COVID. Yeah. but it was kind of funny so well we'll just now we call Galley fat cat even though she's actually a really tiny cat <laughs> almost like they never know why we call her fat cat yeah um I don't know, like, there was, like, you know, obviously, like, great episodes, but then there were some episodes that kind of, like, made you pause and be like, what is going on here? (laughs) So do you want to talk about one of them? Like, the problematic episode? Yes. Oh, okay. Um, So I haven't seen all three seasons because I haven't had enough time or had, like, motivation for some reason. But um, I remember the first one, we were all watching it, and both of these were, like, the same subject, so it was, like, sheesh. Um, it was basically where the rescue rangers were at a zoo, um, and there was these elephants, and there were, no, no, it was either, no, I think there were elephants. There were? I thought there were monkeys, too. I don't know. It was either elephants or gorillas, but I think the elephants were, like, we lost all of the peanuts. peanuts. Yeah. Yeah. And so they were like, you got to help us find out what happened to the peanuts. And the rescue rangers were like, all right, sure. So they ended up going to all of them. And the part where we realized, oh, no, it's going to be one of those things where you look and it's like, it's back in the day, remember? Um, so they go to this um, one place where there's pandas. And already off the bat, you can tell it's like, oh, no. Because, like, their eyes were, like, squinted. And it was just like, oh, geez. They're 
they're going this way. Yeah, they they had like you could tell it was like white people trying to do like Asian accents. And all the other animals had like American accents. So it wasn't like, oh, the elephants had African accents or like Australian accents. It was like just very weird. It's just like, oh, they're Asian. So like they're like the enemy. And it's just very weird. Like I like paused them with that, you guys. I'm just like, um, yeah. So we were both like, oh no, no. Yeah. It was which was worse, like seeing that episode or when we were at Disney World over the summer inside the tiki room. I don't know. <laughs> I, I was it like on the same level? It was on the same level. Yeah. Because I guess and the worst part of that episode was that in the end, they were just like, oh snap, the the, the Asian pandas were drilling underground and they were stealing all the peanuts the whole time and it was like come on man y'all didn't even try y'all didn't even try after that yeah it was just like oh geez they really wanted to let us know what they were trying to do (laughs) it's like y'all really weren't trying to hide it huh so um i forgot to ask before i went into the problematic episodes um who is your favorite rescue ranger? Gadget. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Gadget is definitely her, her favorite. Like, um, when one time when we went to Disney World, we got mouse ears done, and she got one of Gadget. She wasn't filming the princesses, but she got Gadget. And um, at first, she didn't really get recognized as much, but then the people who saw it and like knew like it felt even more special that it was like yes you get exactly what I'm trying to do this yeah. is awesome she's like you're one of the fans I found you finally yeah <laughs> it was really nice so you know how you, you mentioned earlier with the DuckTales remake and loving that would you like to see a Rescue Rangers like not not talking about the movie that we're going to talk about with John Lee later, but like an actual like cartoon where they're like rescuing animals and other things like that and helping people out. I feel like I'm kind of iffy with that. Okay. I, I feel like the movie is like going to be a huge impact mm-hmm. unless Disney comes out and is like, oh, it's not canon. Because I think Disney shows and Disney movies are actually two completely separate things, so like two different parts of Disney make. So I don't really know, but I feel like the movie is going to impact how the characters look. Me personally, I didn't like the animation of the Rescue Rangers, especially like Monty. It was like, how how could you massacre my boy like that? So are you talking about the new movie? Yeah. Oh, okay. I feel like in the cartoon, they're going to do a similar route. Um, I feel like my... Well, what if it was like DuckTales? Because remember in DuckTales, the remake... They had the Rescue Rangers in there. Oh, yeah, they did. So I, that's why I felt like, okay, maybe they could do something with that. Like, and I, I'd like to see, like, a Darkwing reboot yeah. and uh, um Rescue Rangers reboot. Yeah. I don't know about Tailspin. I don't know. I, I couldn't. I watched it because it was there, but, like, it wasn't one of my favorites, but I mean, if they do it, okay. I feel like I couldn't get into Tailspin even if I tried. It's like one of those shows that was like, yo, you gotta watch it. That's like the vibe of the show that's like, 
I don't want to waste my time because I know that I'm not going to get into it at all. The theme song rocks, so that's all the theme songs. Wait, 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 like, yeah, that, like, yeah. And then I, I loved how um, Della Duck kept saying to um, Clint Caldas, like, he dances like a gazelle on the clouds. And, like, it sounds like she's making fun of it, but then, like, she wasn't, like, she, like, meant that in all, like, honest and like goodness so yeah yeah i also feel like the one that i want the most is a darkwing duck reboot because they have everything set up for a darkwing duck reboot because like in ducktales they made in the episode like a i think it's like a long episode or like mm-hmm. a special episode specifically for darkwing duck and we got goslin we got launchpad we got all the villains so basically if they wanted to do a darkwing duck reboot they have everything done to where they could do it. Okay. But you're still not sure about a Rescue Rangers one. I feel like it would be good. I mean, I, I feel like if it was like, I don't know. I just, I was shocked with how good they did with DuckTales because I didn't think that they would do so well. I thought they were going to drop the ball. I mean, I'm, I, like I said, like when I saw David Tennant was attached to Spider-Duck and Danny Beauty, I'm just like, I'm in. <laughs> It was like, I'm in. You got me. Like, all the fandoms that Marvel's in. It was like, all of the voice actors. Doctor Who, Community, Hamilton. Just like, it was in my mind every episode. Like, whenever Magic of the Spell and Scrooge got together, like, you just went crazy. It's like, it's the Doctor! Was it a companion? or? Yeah, so, yeah, Magic of the Spell was um, the Doctor's companion, Donna Noble. But then, uh, Scrooge's sister played the master, Missy. So oh. it was just like they, they knew what they were doing. And that's what I like what Ryan, like, so like if a duck, not a duck, if a um, Rescue, Rescue Rangers show is going to happen, I want those writers that were on DuckTales doing Rescue Rangers because like they, they tried to do new stuff, but then they were trying to do things for like the old school fans and then just for people like me girls like me who are like in these all these different fans and they're like yeah we know you're here for david Tennant, so we're gonna throw you some david Tennant stuff in there yeah you know it was like all like fan service it, it was like it wasn't real it was like a fan fiction yeah but it was all real and it actually happened i feel like if the writers of ducktales did work on like a Rescue Rangers reboot, it would probably be good. I think so. So hopefully, you know, maybe someone from Disney is listening and they're like, okay, yeah, let's get the, those writers going. <laughs> Just like bring Listen. those writers back. Please. Bring them back. Bring them, like, unthaw them. <laughs> <laughs> bring them back. Um, so we're going to move on to the Chip and Dale Rescue Rangers movie that came out a couple months ago with. Uh, well, I'll, I'm going to read some of the cast, but then we're going to go back to our favorite. So we got John Mulaney, Andy Sandberg, who was like on SNL and other things, and Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Um, did you, I think, I may have told you this, but the actress who played Gadget, her name is Tess McNeely, I think I'm pronouncing that right. Wait, it wasn't the same person who played Gadget from the car? It was. Oh, okay. And she played um babs bunny and also dot warner from 
Animaniacs. Oh yeah, I knew about the dog. Yeah, I was um, just like, I'm like, usually I could pick up on those things, but I just I didn't realize that that was gadget. Like whenever I heard gadget, I was like, God, <laughs> I keep. Yes, it's true. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I want to go back to John Mulaney because we both like love like his his style of comedy like. And you do a really good impression. Like, can you do some John Mulaney for us? Like, do you want to do the What's New Pussycat one? Or uh, can I do the Delta one? Okay. Like, can I get a sandwich? And they're like, yeah. And I was like, okay. Yeah. It was just really funny. Um, I just like John Mulaney's just energy whenever he does like a comedy thing. Like, his energy is just like, okay, this, this guy is pretty funny. Yeah. Or the, the What's New Pussycat one is pretty hilarious. The family diner. Yeah. Everyone's going crazy. No one can handle it. <laughs> no one can handle it. So, yeah, like, when I heard that John Mulaney was going to be doing one of the voices for Chip and Dale, I was just like, okay, I'm in. I, I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm in. Um... And it, it was interesting because, like, I was just like, is he going to do, like, the, the voice or, like, <laughs> you know what I mean. But, like, he, like, got to use his own voice. I'm like, okay, that makes sense that they're actors. They were doing the voices for the show. I'm like, okay, okay, I get that. But um, what was, like, some of your favorite moments from the movie? Um. I liked some of the jokes that they had. It was like the jokes that were like a hit or miss. Like, and it was one of those hit or misses where like, if the jokes hit, they hit pretty well. But if they missed, they like missed horribly. And it's just like, I don't know. Um, one of the parts I really liked was when they were with like the puppet guy who was like a chef. Mm-hmm. And like, he had like this accent before, but then they were like, we're here for some stinky cheese. You were caught. oh oh snap yeah i was slightly disappointed that it wasn't a real puppet because i feel like i don't know it would have been really funny if it was like an actual puppet there so yeah that that was that was pretty funny scene um i like the one who went because like they set it up earlier they were talking about how like you know actors and stuff shouldn't rap and then they end up rapping and like, my name's Dale. I'm not a whale. <laughs> yeah, it was, I don't know. It was like with, with like that. It was just like, so why did you do that? <laughs> what, what makes you think that you have an excuse? Because because you talked about it once? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, I felt like the rap was like a little bit funny. But it was just like, why, why do they keep repeating whale? The whole song. Because even, they can't rap. Even when Chip started talking, like, Chip, the, Chip's name doesn't even rhyme with whale. So it was just like, <laughs> why? That was a joke. I was waiting <laughs> for it to break out into a full rap. Like, you, you you, were waiting for something big that you could, like, play in your headset throughout the day yeah. as you're walking stuff. So I, you're disappointed. I, I, was I, waiting, get it. I was waiting for the beat drop. I <laughs> <laughs> Like, do you, well, honestly, do you think he could actually rap, like, generally? I don't think so. Now, like, when he was on SNL and he was, like, 
my favorite skit that he does when he ever, ever he hosts is like when he's like with his black girlfriend and they go to like one of her family functions and then like he's like doing all the dance moves and like saying all the things like you know and all the other stuff like but I don't think he could rap yeah. I, I think he would play himself real bad I don't know I feel like it was also iffy with like his acting it was like I like John John I like you a lot but it's like you gotta you gotta limit okay you, you can't just like I don't know you can't just start drawing like a little little couple of sketches and, and then try to paint the Mona Lisa the exact same. I'm sorry, John. So, like, you don't like what he did in... I mean, I thought that it was cool that he was in it, but it was, like, in a couple of moments, like, the moments that were supposed to be emotional. Oh, you don't think he did good there? Yeah. I don't know. I just feel like acting, like, he needs to work on it more. Okay. Or it's like, I mean, I feel like he might be capable. You have... You do have some moments. Okay. Like, when the... So, he needs to work on his, like, dramatic scenes, is what you're saying. Yeah. Okay. It's like, I don't know, whenever like there's like a dramatic dance, and then yeah, that's hair <laughs> My brain instantly goes to like, oh, should I, should I start laughing? It's like, damn, no. <laughs> We're supposed to go to the family diner <laughs> and play what's new, pussycat, five times in a row. It's like, oh, am I, am I supposed to laugh? Okay, I, I get what you mean, I guess. <laughs> John Lee is listening and like, oh, no. crying as he's rocking his baby to sleep. Like, oh, no. I don't feel so bad. It's like, John, I'm sorry. It's like, no, I see how it ends. Well, that's why I don't like children. <laughs> this is why I can't deal with your kids anymore. Always judging. <laughs> oh yeah like yeah his joke about um junior high students being the worst you're not junior high student anymore was, but like you got you got that joke so i wasn't junior high and i didn't like any year of it like junior he was right 13 year olds are terrifying yeah. like, ha, 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 ha. hey look at that high waist man he got them in the hit like, no, nah, that's the thing I'm sensitive about. <laughs> They're masterminds and bullying. It's just like, oh. that, that is true. But I don't know. It was constructive criticism. It was coming from a fan just saying that you want him to do better. And yeah. Maybe, maybe he'll get with a coach, an acting coach, and work on those serious like, things, though. Yeah. yeah. Um, did you have any other favorite movement, uh, moments? <laughs> favorite moments from the movie? Before we move on, um, I'm trying to think. Uh, it's okay if you don't have any. I feel like it's not like my favorite, like a part of the movie that I liked, but it was like my favorite part, reaction part. Like the part where like they show a picture of like Gadget and Zipper mm-hmm. and like they're millions of children and like. My reaction was just like, they really did that. They, yeah. Oh my God. So we've moved on to the what didn't work for you section of the outline. And that's okay. So, yeah, you, and I, 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 you weren't the only one. I was not feeling that pairing too. And I don't know. I mean, I guess it makes sense that Zipper has a voice. 
or whatever. But it was just like, I don't know if it was for commitment. Those are some funny looking kids. I'm like, I don't like to say that about kids. You know, like, oh, children are beautiful. I'm like, those are some, those are where those babies where you don't, like, you know, where you compliment their clothes. Yeah, it's just like, oh, look at that. Oh, no. What's going on? Like, who? Who drew that and was like, whose idea was that? Because they exactly. need to be fired. Exactly. I just, I'm just going to say that. Like, they obviously either didn't watch Rescue Rangers or they watched Rescue Rangers and had, like, the, the weirdest implications on the relationships. I thought the gadget was going to get with Chip or Dale. Probably Chip or something. But they're, I thought, yeah. It was like, and then the fact, and they like made fun of this that Gadget was pretty much just like her character on the show with her ability to build things and stuff. And just like, really? That's that's what we do? I wish they could grow with that. Like, grow Gadget's character. Yeah. I feel like they just like pushed the other Rescue Rangers aside and just had Chip and Dale. Yeah. And like, they grew on their characters. Actually, no, they just grew on Chip's character. I don't remember much about Dale. Well, I mean, yeah, there was a lot like, but it was still like more than one dimensional with Dale too. But like Gadget, it was just like, oh, she's exactly like her character on the show. And then she just so happens to marry a fly. This looks like the writers, they're like having a meeting and they're like, what should we do about Gadget? Um, uh... Let's see what he's saying. She's like, she, she, uh, she builds. She's nice. Okay, got that. Write it down. She's like, I thought it was like a world where it was like they were acting. Nah, 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 it'll be fine. The kids will love it. <laughs> they won't, they won't know the difference. And then I it just, I want to know who brought up the idea of Gadget and Zipper getting together. Like, they were just like, I have an idea. What is it, Bill? I think that the lady mouse who was attracted to Chip and Dale, the two main characters we're writing, should get with the fly. They were just like, that's a good idea. I mean, things, things like that happen in Hollywood. Like where, like, I mean, I've, I've heard of co-stars getting together and stuff. But it's usually like, and I feel like I'm dumping on Zipper and I feel bad about this. But it's just like, what can what can Zipper do? You know what? No, never mind. Never mind. I'm not going there. It's a family family show. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I mean, I just they could have gone one step with making them a couple. They uh-huh. did a whole other thing by making them have kids. Because it was just like I would have rather they adopt because adopt a cute little mouse child that like does art or something. Please, or like, there's like arts and crafts mm-hmm. to be like her mom, like to be like their mom. Just yeah, this is a vibing child. Why? Why'd you gotta make a a mouse and a fly hybrid? <laughs> who, who has ever looked at that and was just like, "This gonna work? Yes, the fans are gonna love this." All the fans who watch the movie are just like, oh. <laughs> "What?" Is yeah so um i wanted to talk about another part of the movie that didn't seem to work especially well um 
there was Sweet Pete, who was played by Will Arnett. You may not know his name, Lynn, but he played Lego Batman. Oh, the best Batman? Did you really just say that? Yes. Lego Batman is the best Batman? Yes. Not. <laughs> not Batman from the animated series. He's like a very, very, there's like a tie. No. It's a tie. No. <laughs> it's a tie. No. Have you seen the Lego Batman movie? Okay. Oh, wait, have I? It's the funniest Batman movie to ever exist. I, you know what? I don't know if I've seen it. I think I've seen him in a different Lego movie. And it's like, I like the voice. It's cute or whatever. But um, I can't think of his name right now, which just sounds really bad. He, sunk, he serenaded us. Kevin Conroy. Yes. Kevin Conroy. He serenaded us. Yeah. Like, he's the best Batman ever. And Mark Hamill's the best Joker and I, I don't care what anyone else has to say about it. I mean, I guess I guess you can have your own opinion. The Lego Batman movie is the best Batman movie. Okay. <laughs> I'm just going to let you have that. Yeah. I, I, you're an individual mm-hmm. and you can have your own thoughts and feelings. It's the funniest Batman movie. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, he plays Sweet Pete. And like, if you look up the actor who played Peter Pan and so like I think he was like the voice of Peter Pan and like the original movie like it's a really sad story which I'm not gonna fully get into because I don't remember every single aspect but like he ended up like dying penniless and like I think it was years before like they were able to figure out that it was him that was dead or something like that and I found him in like an abandoned house yeah, it was, so, it was really sad. So to see them, Disney, make a storyline where it's like, oh, you know, I had, everything was happy and then I got older and then nobody wanted me anymore. It's just like, dang. That was, I felt like that was, that was like the one thing that was just like, okay, this movie is definitely not one of my favorites. <laughs> I just, it's just one of those things where just like you remember that Disney is one of those big corporations and you gotta remember that there's never really such thing as a good big corporation and it's just like you just look at Disney it's like you don't really need that huh um we say that with a grand thought because like we will be right back at Disney World <laughs> yeah oh, oh. You, you need to be careful how you talk about the mouse. You need to put some respect on their name. I, I mean, I, I love you, Mickey. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Please, please don't hurt me. Please. I have a family. Please. I have I have a wife and, and kids. Or just give me some constructive criticism. But but, but we, we love the decent company, you know, for the most part. I mean, yeah, we, 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 I, I definitely like Disney as a yeah i I was not feeling the sweet pete storyline like seriously look up the actor and you'll see why who played the original peter pan that's that's not cool i just felt like disney took the whole self-aware thing like we can be meta and self-aware too they took it too far it was like everyone looked at that and Everyone can agree, even some of the people who are like in the dark humor and stuff. They all look at that, and I'm pretty sure everyone as a whole can agree that Disney went way too far with that. It's just like, come on, Disney, 
like yeah. the, it was like I think this is like one of the first times like a Disney movie tried to be all meta and stuff. And it's like y'all went a bit too far. I mean, I wouldn't say it's the first time, but wait, there was another movie where Disney. Well, I mean, they would have moments that they would kind of be meta, like I mean, look at Aladdin. Like the whole movie being that. Oh well, yeah. Okay. Like trying to trying to amuse the the youngsters. Yeah. So it sounds like I already know the answer to this, but do you think a sequel of this movie would work? I I don't. I feel like I don't. I feel like it actually might work. I'm not saying it because I'm like this movie is amazing. And it should definitely have a sequel. It's like everyone has watched the movie. There's been a lot of like good like reviews on it. So it's like, you know, they're probably and I mean the movie wasn't a failure. It wasn't a failure at all. So I mean, I'm not sure if Disney would be willing to do it again. Whenever Disney does stuff like that, it'll take like 15 years to get a glimpse of that again. But I feel like if Disney did do it again and like it was like the same as like the first movie or like better, I feel like it would probably be successful as Disney. The only the only movie that they made that was like definitely not successful was like Martian Needs Moms. Have you heard of that movie? Uh actually no, I don't. Yeah, so basically Disney got the creators of the Polar Express, like the animators, Mm -hmm. and they were like, we need to make a movie with you guys without animation. So they made this thing called Martian Meets Moms, or Martian is Looking for Moms, and it was based on a book. It lost, like, what, like, so much money from making that movie. So it was, I think that was, like, Disney's biggest failure, and then they said, never again. We're done. Yeah, we're done. Get out! (laughs) That's that's how you picture it happen. Yes, that's why I'm scared of Disney. Yeah, a mouse. I don't. I'm not saying that like you should all be scared of Disney, but I feel like going to mouse jail would be serious. We need to put some respect on Disney's name, even and and protest. Like, yeah. They're going to find us. They're going to find us. They're going to be like, open the door. Open the door. I'm sorry. Please. Mickey Mouse comes inside with a trench coat or something. (laughs) I don't know. Maybe like a Matrix outfit. I don't know. What? He's just like, "Uh I heard you talking smack. Mickey Mouse. Something like that. No, Mickey, don't do that. (laughs) Yeah, no. <clears throat> but um anyway, so we've come to the end. I usually ask my guests if there's something that they want to promote or anything, but I mean you're just you're just a kid. I mean I have a I have a job. I mean that's not really it's not even my job. Yeah. Yeah, you work with your dad sometimes and it's just like a vocal thing. And, we have people listening from different parts of the country, even the world. Oh. Uh, what's up to all my people in France? If, if you're from France, then uh, 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 say something in French. I don't know. What? 
No, I just know. I don't know. <laughs> edit that out. <laughs> you edit that part out. Wait, uh, uh, my people from Canada. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, just just throw a shout out. We'll be like, yeah, shout out to my people here. But like, you're, you're making it weird. Like they are turning off their <laughs> device. Like, oh, this got weird. <laughs> All right, so listeners, like I said earlier, like, I mean, I typically do like one episode a month just with all the things that I do, but lately, the last few months, I haven't been making episodes, and I don't want to get into like all of the the details and stuff, but I am taking a little bit of time off um, to just kind of focus on all aspects of my health. And my girls and my cat Gallifrey, and um, just laying on the support of my friends and stuff, and extended family. And yeah, I, I just I feel like I need like a little bit of time. Like I still have a lot of like things that I want to talk about, but like I just know I need this bit of rest to just kind of rejuvenate. But I, I'm definitely going to be back. But like I would like some opinions from you guys about you know like what should I talk about next like should I continue you know just picking a topic and just going with that for an episode or should I like just pick like a tv series and do like a episode by episode replay or something or like my favorite episodes from like a series or something like that like I, I know I'm pretty open, but uh, I know it seems like you guys really like my Disney stuff. Like I, I feel like like Encanto um, is like from this year was like the biggest episode, second only to the Little Mermaid. So it seems like I have a lot of Disney listeners. So I mean, just um, reach out either through uh, my social media, Perky Podcast. Um, so like I'm on, you know, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and, um, or email me. Like I honestly don't really touch the quirky podcast one. <laughs> so I don't know, like why not? I'll, I'll give out my regular email address. It's, uh, Katrina T Parker at gmail.com. And I check that obviously every day. So, like, if you have any suggestions about, you know, what I need to do next time, let me know. And um, I, I think it's going to, like, probably take, like, just a couple months. And then I'll be back with some more good stuff. So, that is it from us today, listeners. Thank you for joining us. And if you, yeah, Lynn's making fun of me right now. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm snitching. Anyway, listeners, thank you for coming tuning in. I, I really appreciate all the support and I will see you again soon. Bye.